The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. hosts Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host John Spees. I'm your co-host Adam Spees. And today we are continuing yet again our slog through the round of 32 in our 2022 patron tournament. But it's exciting, John. Yay! I'm having a good time doing it. We've had some really good uh, battles in the in this round in general, in general, in in general doing this tournament this year. I agree. In one corner, it's his royal sexiness. It's Bing the G-string king cow. <laughs> wow! I didn't know we we're going there. Bing, remind your, the folks at home a little bit about you. So I'm a uh, recreational ultramarathoner from Houston, Texas. I uh, travel around the country running ridiculously long distances for fun. That nice. sounds like a horrible thing. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. How, what was your what was your distance this morning? You went out uh, this morning. What were you uh, just a three and a half mile run today. Yeah, nice and easy. Okay, uh, recovering from some of the previous weeks here. In the other corner, he's one of a kind. Because there's nothing quite like being Ian Schultze. <laughs> Ian, welcome back to the show. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Hey, folks. Um, I live in Vermont and uh, do tech support from home. And uh, recreationally, I do some backpacking. Awesome. Nice. I wish I could do a little bit more backpacking, but I'm too fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know our contenders just a little bit better. And since Adam and I just talked about it on our other podcast, I would like to know, gentlemen, what was your favorite music video from the 80s? Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Dire Straits Money for Nothing. All right, good choice. Mm-hmm. Bing? He likes his chicks for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's for sure. <laughs> that is, I was actually thinking about that video. So I'll go with something a little bit different. Um, let's go with Aha and Take On Me. All right. Well, solid choice. luckily for one of you, both solid choices, but luckily for one of you, one of them was on my top 10 list, and it wasn't aha. <laughs> it was money for nothing. So Ian's going to get to pick first in round one. Yep. That would have been flip-flopped if I was hosting, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, what category would you like to start with? So let's go with 
uh, news and politics. All right, news and politics. Your decade is the 90s. What politician replaced Margaret Thatcher as Prime Minister of the UK in 1990? He was 47 at the time, so definitely not a minor. Uh, that would be John Major. John Major is correct. All right, over to Bing. Okay, uh, let's go slang. Okay. Your decade is the 60s. This 60s slang was about eating something fast and not about a piece of clothing. Hmm, eating something fast, not about a piece of clothing. Piece of clothing. Let's go with uh, scarfing or scarfing down. Scarfing is correct. Yep. All right, we're off to a good start. Back to Ian. What category would you like? Uh, let's go with literature. Literature coming at you. And it's the 80s. Some interesting categories for uh, for this morning. Yeah. A Brief History of Time from the Big Bang to Black Holes, is a book on theoretical cosmology by what author who wrote the book for readers who had no prior knowledge of physics and people who are interested in learning something new about such subjects? Something I've read, which is by Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking is correct. I just saw you light up once uh, John mentioned that book. That's uh, that's what I was hoping for, something science-related. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bing, what category do you want? Let's go over to toys and games. Toys and games. And it's the 2000s. What 2005 game for the Nintendo DS was an addictive series of puzzles, brain brain teasers, and math problems and helped to sell the platform to a more grown-up audience and has almost 18 million copies sold? Hmm. Puzzles and games. Uh, don't think I know this one. Let's go with Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario is incorrect. Ian, can you steal? Can you read the question again? Mm-hmm. What 2005 game for the Nintendo DS was an addictive series of brain puzzles, sorry, of puzzles, uh, brain teasers, and math problems? And helped to sell the platform to a more grown-up audience, and has almost 18 million copies sold. Okay, so it's not Tetris. Um, I doubt it's missed. Um, they wouldn't put "You Don't Know Jack" on the DS. That'd be interesting. Um, <laughs> I've honestly got no idea. Yeah, I can't think of it. I don't know. All right, Adam, do you know this game? I don't believe any of us ever had a DS. No, DS was the the one. Didn't it have like a stylus pen on that one as well that you could like yeah. draw stuff on, or am I thinking of a different one? It did, yeah. Uh, I I had no idea on this game. Uh, this was a game called Brain Age. Brain Age was Never not going to get it. that. Okay. Uh, all right. Back to Ian, I believe. Uh, uh let's go TV. Okay. Decade is the eighties. T.J. Hooker was an American police drama television show from 1982 to 1986, starring what out-of-this-world actor in the title role as a 15-year veteran police sergeant? T.J. Hooker, that was not Fall Guy, that was um, William Shatner. William Shatner is correct. <laughs> uh, and uh, this was Heather Locklear the sidekick? I believe I Heather Locklear was on that show as well, yes. Okay. All right, Bing. What would you like? Was Let's she go. on the Fall Guy as well? I I don't even. Know I don't the Fall know. Guy. I'd have to look At, that up. The Fall Guy was Lee Majors, yeah. I think. Yes, I believe uh, that's right. All right, Bing. Let's go sports. All right. 
That decade is also the 80s. Who was the last player manager in Major League Baseball? He was a player manager from 84 to 86 and spent another two and a half years as full manager before being penalized with permanent in- permanent ineligibility from baseball amidst accusations of gambling. Uh, well, he really should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, let's free Pete Rose. <laughs> Pete Rose is correct. Yes. Hashtag free Pete Rose. Um, and for Ian, there was a Heather Thomas on the fall guy. Yep. Maybe that's who you're thinking of. Yep. All right. Uh, we are back to Ian. Left we have movies, music, fashion, and food. Let's go movies. Okay. And we have the 2000s again. When you cast the actors who played Qui-Gon Jinn, Professor Snape, Bilbo Baggins, and Mr. Bean, you get what 2003 Christmas film? Um, could you read the roles again? Qui-Gon mm-hmm. Jinn, Professor Snape, Bilbo Baggins, and Mr. Bean. That was... What year was it? 2003. And it's a Christmas movie. I've got all the actors but can't think of what they were all in together um I, jingle all the way i don't know at least it's a christmas movie oh great movie <laughs> is it though no it's not <laughs> i love me some arnold jingle all the way is incorrect bing can you steal oh this is the movie where all the different people have their own stories and they all comes together it's like different snippets i think but i can't come up with the name of it uh it's like six different stories coming together i don't have it um christmas story christmas story is incorrect adam i hope you know this one i certainly do uh you had mentioned what qui-gon Jin is liam neeson um you say hans gruber Snape. Oh, you said Snape, said but it's uh, Snape, yes. Alan Rickman. Uh, you said Bilbo Baggins. It's the more recent Bilbo Baggins. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Martin Freeman. Oh. Martin Freeman. Uh, and then who was the last one that you Mr. Mentioned? Bean. Mr. Bean is Mr. Bean, uh, Rowan right. Atkins. Uh, that is the fantastic film, Love Actually. Oh, yeah, Love Actually. That one. All right. A little disappointed no one got that because I was actually excited about that question. But uh, that's I've all right. I've never seen it. Didn't know it was a Christmas movie. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, it's awesome. It's, yeah, I mean, there's so many more actors you could have picked from. You could have picked mm-hmm. uh, Keira Knightley, Emma Thompson. Um, uh, just, oh, my God. So what an amazing cast on yeah, that film. Full, full cast. Uh, all right, we are back to Bing. What category do you want? Let's go food. Food. <laughs> and your category, or sorry, decade. It's another 80s. Wow. Ed Ledoux was an American pizza chef who is credited with popularizing gourmet pizzas. First as a pizza chef at Wolfgang Puck's seminal L.A. spot, Spago, then for developing the first menu at what West Coast chain restaurant? I've never heard of this guy, but if you're asking me to name a West Coast chain that has to do with pizza, I'll have to guess California Pizza Kitchen. California Pizza Kitchen is correct. And uh, us cool people who used to live in L.A., you just call it CPK. <laughs> yeah, you want to go to CPK? Yeah. I call it that, too, but that's just because I'm lazy. Okay. Uh, all right. Ian, we got f- music and fashion left. All right. Uh, so let's go music. Okay. 
And it's our first 60s question. No, it's not. It's our second 60s Excellent. question. <laughs> it's not unusual that this crooner sang the title track of the 60s Bond film, Thunderball. Oh, I can picture him. Um, Tom Jones. Tom Jones is correct. All right, that leaves Bing with fashion. Adam, what's our decade going to be? It does. Our decade is the 90s. Jinko is a Los Angeles-based, Los Angeles, California-based clothing company specializing in boys' and men's jeans, where the pant legs were usually wider than normal. What does Jinko stand for? How do you spell Jinko? J N C O. J N C O. Something to do with men's jeans. I'm just gonna say jeans company. Jeans company is incorrect. Ian, can you steal? You look like the type of guy who wore Jinkos back in the nineties. Uh, they were no. Um, I was <laughs> in college for most of the nineties, so that was not a college wear sort of thing. Um, but my wife, who's a few years younger than I am, wore these, and I really wish I could borrow her brain for a second here. Um, they had huge leg openings, basically. The bigger the opening, the cooler you were. Um, mm-hmm. Just not clothing. I don't know. Just not clothing is incorrect. This was going to be a very hard one if you didn't already know it. Uh, Jinko stands for Judge None, Choose One. Never heard of that. Yeah, I was not going to get that. No clue. I yeah. figured the first letter had to be jeans, but. I think so. That's too. how they get you. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? All right, we've got a tight one right now. Ian has a slight lead with 40, and Bing has 30. All right, Bing, Ian got to choose first in round one, so you get to choose first in round Wait, two. Yeah. What uh, category do you want to give him? I'm giving him fashion. No way I want to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing. Hold on, I'm missing something, John. Okay. Where was Bing's third answer correct? Food uh, in the I 80s. I have food in the 80s, slang, Thank, okay, slang put, in the 60s, put, and I accidentally put an X as if he missed that one. Okay. My bad. Okay, good. Even though I wrote down the score correct <laughs> in my big table, I right. screwed it up. So, all right, cool. All right, we need a roll for fashion, Adam. Oh, sorry. And the decade is the 60s. From the mid-1960s, men's fashion was influenced by military elements, with many rock influencers uh, contributing to its popularity. Mick Jagger and Jimi Hendrix both sported military jackets during performances, while what Beatles 1967 album showed the band wearing neon version of the style? Oh, uh, neon version. I don't remember them being modern for the time, but Sgt. Pepper's has them uh, in sort of like a uniform outfits. So I'm going to go with Sgt. Pepper's. Do you need the full title? Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart. Ah, okay. I got it. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is correct. Next. Yeah, I don't remember them being like modern for the time, right? It was like more of an old school. Well, no, that was pretty popular at the time. There's a lot of pictures of, like I mentioned, people like Mick Jagger and Jimi Hendrix both wearing like military jackets mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. style. So they just had neon ones because they had to be yeah. different. Okay. I'll look up the, uh, the album after. Uh, all right. Ian, what category do you want to give to Bing? Oh, um, let's give him toys. Okay. Toys and games. And it is the 90s. Introduced in 1992, 
What toy's building system consists of interlocking plastic rods, connectors, blocks, gears, wheels, and other components, which can be pieced together to form a wide variety of models, machines, and architectural structures? You repeat that? Introduced in 1992, what toy's building system consisted, consists of interlocking plastic rods, connectors, blocks, gears, wheels, and other components, which can be placed together to form a wide variety of models, machines, and architectural structures. And this sounds like Tinker Toys, but I think that was way earlier. So what's a newer version of that? Um, I don't know. Instead of taking time, I'm just going to say Tinker Toys. Tinker Toys is incorrect. Ian, can you steal? Probably not. Um, it's it's not coming to me. I Once you say it, I'll know it. And I feel like the last letter is an X, but I'm not sure about that either. It, was it Connects? Connects is correct. Wow, nice. Nice. Spelled K apostrophe N-E-X. Okay, so the last letter is an X. Yep. Well, yep. That's about the only clue All I had right. that I pulled that thread. <laughs> All right, Ian got the steal. Now, Bing, you got to pick a category for him. What do you want to give him? I'll give him movies. Okay. Well, staying away from movies. And it's the 90s. Oh. We're getting a lot of more recent stuff. What is the name of the island that is featured towards the, towards the very end of the hit 1994 film, The Shawshank Redemption? Oh, Ian looks frozen. Oh, this is my question? Oh, no, he's, oh. he's there. <laughs> yeah, the question's to yeah. you. <laughs> oh, um, well, since I answered the last one, I thought it was pink. But, um, sorry. I'm with you now. Zewatneo. Zewatneo is correct. Yep. Because you stole the other one, Ian. Just like you yeah, stole I... our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Ian, you get to pick yeah. for Bing. I'm back on track. Um, okay. Okay. So, what's do we go with um even though he got it the last time i think food is sometimes the uh, tougher category so i'll give him food and the decade is the 70s for the first time this game all right 70s kids loved the sizzle of the orbiting orange galactic grape and cosmic cherry flavors of what candy it truly lived up to the slogan of being far out far out what were those flavors again? Orbiting orange, galactic grape, and cosmic cherry. Well, something that has a space name to it. Let's go with Starburst. Starburst is incorrect. Ian, can you steal? The clues aren't helping me, unfortunately. Um, so flavors like that. It's not Skittles. I don't think it's Pop Rocks. Um, I don't think it's Nerds. This is the 70s, so those are too recent far out i don't know i'll go with pixie sticks i know it's wrong but whatever pixie sticks is incorrect yeah. this was a tough one because they no longer make this this was called space dust i think it was similar to pop rocks heard of that okay because you mentioned the sizzle so yeah it must have done something like that then yep all right no points there and i believe being now you have to pick for ian i'll give him literature okay literature and it's our first 50s question. What 1957 novel by American writer Jack Kerouac was based on the author's travels across the U.S. and is considered a defining work of the post-war beat and counterculture generations, with its protagonists living life against the backdrop of jazz, poetry, and drug use? 
I wonder if Willie Nelson wrote the sequel. Um, yeah, I've actually read this too. Uh, this is On the Road. On the Road is correct. Keep asking me questions about mm-hmm. books and movies that I've seen. It's like a Slumdog Millionaire situation. Right? <laughs> You're going to remember this little thing and that little thing. Just last week, I got a Jeopardy question because I had watched My Fair Lady the week before. All right, Ian, what category do you want to give to Bing? Left, we have music, TV, sports, news, and slang. Um, let's go with music. Okay. And the decade is the 2000s. What group wasn't ready to make nice when they told a crowd in London that they were ashamed the president of the United States was from Texas? Make nice. London. Um, can you repeat that again? Sure. What group wasn't ready to make nice when they told a crowd in London that they were ashamed the president of the United States was from Texas? Uh, make nice. Was this the Dixie Chicks? Dixie Chicks is correct. Ooh, good, Paul. All right. What uh, category do you want to give to Ian? Let's go television. TV. The decade is back to the 50s. In which TV Western series did Clint Eastwood play the character of Rowdy Yates? Yeah. So it would have been... A toss-up between a few, uh, including Bonanza and whatnot. But with the clue, I got Rawhide. Rawhide is correct. Get that from the Blues Brothers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Great movie. All right. Uh, What do you want to give to Bing? I believe we have sports, news, and slang left. Let's go slang. Uh, Well, no. Yeah, let's go slang. Slang to Bing, and we are staying in the 50s. B12. If you're making out in the rear of a vehicle, you're playing what game? I haven't heard of this. (laughs) I haven't heard of this phrase, but sure, if you're going to say B12, let's go with bingo. I need you to be more specific. Uh, Backseat bingo. Backseat bingo is correct. There you go. All right. Bing, we just have sports. Yeah, sports. sports. We have sports and news left. What do you want to give to Ian? Let's give him sports. Okay. Yeah, I know he wanted the news (laughs) and politics. And it's the 60s. In 1962, in their first season, what MLB team drew large crowds but played awful baseball, posting a 40 and 120 record? The most losses by a major league team in the modern era. Ooh. Didn't even give it like a division. This is just tough. <laughs> oh, the division wouldn't have helped. Um, they're so random. You could have a team in California be on in an East Coast or an Eastern division. Last time I looked at the divisions, they just don't make any sense to me. And this is in what year? 1962. Maybe I missed a hint. Could you read the question again? Sure. In 1962, in their first season, what MLB team drew large crowds but played awful baseball, posting a 40 and 120 record, the most losses by a major league team in the modern era? Yeah, that's not helping. Um, 62, Dodgers moved out of Brooklyn, 59. I, 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 um, I don't know. I'm going to go with 
Yeah, I'll go with the uh, unless it's them. I'll go with the Mets. The Mets is correct. Nice. Oh man, that was wow. nice. Glad I switched teams there at the end. I was thinking the Padres, but that was right after um, the both the Giants and the uh, Dodgers left New York. Yep. And so the hole yep. that was left uh, was filled by the Mets. And they were uh, okay. So I was right to think the Dodgers and they had to the Mets filled the hole that people were wanting more baseball in New York. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. That leaves uh, Bing with news and politics. Adam, what's our decade going to be? It does. We've had a lot of old ones, and we're continuing that. It's the 50s. In 1950, China annexed what region north of Bhutan and Nepal? Annexed what region north of Bhutan? And Nepal. Nepal? Mm-hmm. So the region up there, north of Bhutan and Nepal, that they annexed, I guess that would have to be Tibet? Tibet is correct. All right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? Well, staving off a complete double up, uh, Bing has 60 going into our final round, but Ian has 100. All right, well, let's find out uh, what questions we're going to have in the final round. Ian, since you're in the lead, what category would you like? Um, news and politics. Not a surprise. I think every single time you've been on the show, <laughs> you pick news and politics, and it's the 60s. All right, and Bing, what category would you like? Uh, let's go with sports. Okay. And it's the 90s for sports. All right, so based on 90s sports and 60s news and politics, go ahead and write down your bids. Well, this is going to be pretty easy for me. <laughs> I don't think there's <laughs> any doubt what I'm doing here. Yeah, I've got my, I've got my bid. All right, we both good to go? Yeah. Here is your 60s news and politics. What independent agency and program of the U.S. government that trains and deploys volunteers to provide international development assistance was established in March of 1961 by an executive order of President John F. Kennedy and authorized by Congress the following September. And your 90s sports question. Welsh racer Tanny Gray Thompson is one of the UK's most celebrated Paralympians, winning 16 medals over the course of four Paralympic Games, including four golds and a silver in Barcelona in 92. In what sport did she participate? While our contestants think about their answers, I am here to remind everyone Check out the BFOPnetwork.com. That's BFOP, B-F-O-P, network.com uh, for all your nostalgic podcast needs. I've got my answers. All right, I have my answers. All right, let's find out uh, what we got. Ian, since you're ahead, what were your answers to the questions? So I think the first one, I think, was the Peace Corps. And then um, the second one, I went with Swimming. Is that specific okay. enough? Yep, that's specific enough. And Bing. First one, I did say Peace Corps. Um, I seem to remember JFK created that. The second one, no clue. Um, so I guessed speed walking. All right. Let's find out our answers. For news and politics, JFK created the Peace Corps with an executive order. 
And in 90s sports, Welsh racer Taney Gray Thompson is one of the UK's most celebrated wheelchair racers. Wheelchair racing is what I was oh, looking for. Okay. Kind of hard to uh, do speed walking if you can't walk. All right. Uh, unfortunately, nobody's going to get their points, but we got to find out what our final score is going to be. Bing, what did you bid? Went all in, all 60. All right. And Ian? I went with zero. All right, Adam, should be some pretty easy math, but tell us, what is our final score? Uh, I'm lucky I didn't go to a smart school like Tech, but this is easy enough math for me. Uh, With a score of 100 to nothing, our winner of the day is Ian Schultze, continuing into the tournament. Congratulations, Ian. Yeah, that was a real good game. Thanks, Bing. A lot of tough questions in in that game, I think. I think I think a lot of things went Ian's way. Yeah, uh, he seemed to it seemed things seemed to play right into his uh, nostalgia for this one. Uh, Bing, unfortunately, this is the end of your tournament run, and we're sorry to see you go, especially because we can't keep making fun of Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, now is your time to uh, shout out anything you'd like. Well, I think last time I promoted uh, getting a STEM education and uh, going to Georgia Tech so that you don't end up at a school like UGA, you know, go for the science and math. <laughs> so uh, this time I'll promote the Houston Zoo. Um, I volunteer there as a zookeeper aide, uh, helping with cleaning exhibits and preparing enrichment activities uh, and helping with the zookeepers as they, you know, train their animals. So uh, I definitely encourage people to go visit the their local zoo, their AZA accredited zoo. Um, it's a great way to uh, take the family out, enjoy the outdoors, and enjoy some socially distanced uh, entertainment. All right. That was, uh, I think, an awesome shout-out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Ian, we'll hear from you later. Adam, who could he likely be playing next? Well, he will be playing the winner of the Brian McClure-Jeremy Goodson battle that we've got coming up. Oh, that's going to be a good one. It's a t- tough one either yeah, way. it's going to be a tough one either <laughs> way. All right. So until then, I'm John, and that's Adam. And this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.